Gotcha. Um, sorry. Suddenly I got some weird notification popped up on my computer while we're talking. Your porn's ready. That's just my porn hub subscription just came up and it's like guys you know i'm good for it here we are here we are episode 21 wow yeah that's awesome (laughs) yeah well did you watch the last episode i watched some of it (laughs) So we had lots of comments in regards to the opening. Uh, yeah, yeah, the opening. <laughs> as soon as I saw the opening, I went, oh, fuck, did he really do that? <laughs> Why did he well, do that? Now we're going to get comment after comment, and we did. <laughs> yeah, but that's all positive. It's people like, no, Chris, don't leave. You know, it's it's nice to get people like, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Up, like worried that you're actually getting burnt out. And then I, I let them know. I well, it's, said, also, it's also funny. It's part of the bit. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of a bit. It's not really, I'm not really, you know, <laughs> it's a yeah. running joke kind of thing. It is, it is. It's kind of, you know, you're the grumpy cat and that's that's your role, you know. Sure, sure. Seen anything new lately? Any What you been up to? What's going on? We haven't talked. Um. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of stuff. <laughs> so have I, but not, not I, I rewatched the entire Elm Street franchise for this episode, man. Yeah. Woo! yeah god yeah. There's, there's a reason there's... i haven't watched those movies in a long time yeah they're not fun to revisit they're very nostalgic and as far as like if you go back to the 80s yeah you know that that vibe that time and it was fun and you'd go with your friends and you'd get popcorn and you know and it was that kind of vibe it, it was of its time yeah but it, but it, it does not it does not uh, stand the test of time, those movies at no, all. Except the first one, maybe. But um, yeah. But we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about we'll that, get to that plenty with but our guest we'll to today, that. Mr. Piggy D, bass player of Rob Zombie's band. Um, and uh, I got to ask him, I don't know if he wants us to go by Piggy D or his real name, Matt. I'd like to call him Matt. It's going to be rather difficult not for me to call him Piggy. I don't want to. <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah, we have a show. We have another show. Yeah. It's show 21 and it's, yeah. it's it's December. It's getting into Christmas time. We're going to answer questions, right? We are. got too many of those. Yeah. We're going to answer questions. We're going to have a guest. We're going to talk about stuff. We got stuff too. We, we did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, well, here I'll start. You know what? We have, let me just show you this. I have a stack of, of I haven't even opened most of these because wow. I'm pretty sure they're people just wanting the free stickers, you know? Oh, okay. Um, because they're all envelopes. Uh, but there was one that I opened that, well, here, I might as well get to it. This one surprised me. This is from um, Dan Lavoy, and he sent a letter that said, Sean and Chris, okay, who ordered the double cheese and sausage? uh what up fellas sending a little something and positive vibes from massachusetts it's all good i put these on the underhill account so (laughs) we're in the clear much love your boy danny danny lavoy it says um but he sent us each visa like gift cards huh Uh, i have no idea how much are on them wow but Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's very sweet. 
I guess we're supposed to order pizzas with those, maybe. I, maybe I that don't was know. The reference but... to the. Yeah, but then, well, you know, like well, I, thank you, have, Danny. Wow, you didn't have to do that. We That's have all of these, sweet. and I think that wow. these are people that want stickers. Wow. So, but then the guy from Oh, I had that. Uh -huh. He sent. He, I guess he felt bad because you liked the stuff and you didn't get nothing. He <laughs> right. He 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 uh, he he messaged me on Instagram, which was he nice. sent us each a shirt. Oh, nice. So we each got That's one of these. Very cool. And then it's, it's tent size, so it'll fit me. That's great. Some little Kool-Aid wow. popping candy. These stickers, I think, are awesome. How cool are these? The, I don't oh, want to wow. grow up. Like, oh, those are cool. Those are cool. Yeah. Um, he sent you a, a McNugget, so you got oh, one. Lovely. He Thank sent, you. Uh, he sent us each these that say, I dump your ass, but they're in the Stranger <laughs> Things logo. A couple more candies. He gave, wow. got you a slime button. Wow. Um, wow. It's Christmas early. It's more Christmas stickers. early. Lovely. Oh, I had that sticker. Sorry. That way. Cool. Um, more. Oh, I had that stickers. So, so yeah, we got the hookup here. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's awfully sweet. Christmas early. Yeah. Got good. some swag. That's really, really cool of you. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much. And Christmas is coming, viewers. So, you know, see that address right here. Feel free because, you know, why not? Um, <laughs> so what, what you said you uh, had seen some stuff. What, what did you watch? Yeah, I watched I've been a really bad stuff. movie. I watched um, a lot of documentary stuff. I've been Anything into. good? Belushi mm. was pretty good. I really wanted um, to see that. It's worth watching. Yeah, it's good. It's weird. It's different. Uh, it's not what you think it's going to be, but it's good. It's very in-depth and very tragic, of course, mm -hmm. uh, but also celebratory. But um, it's uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm a huge John Belushi fan, so it's cool. Me too. Um, but they, they skipped over a lot of stuff, kind of a lot of his, where he was at during certain f filming. I mean, they covered a little bit, but it it was very, it was more universal about the state of his mind and life mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to getting into his career and things like that. A lot of Saturday Night Live stuff, obviously, but, uh, uh, but it was good. I, did I they really talk about it. neighbors at all? Briefly. Yeah. Uh-huh. They did, which was interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, if he's not, it, it, in a way where now when you watch the movie and you know where he was at that time, personally, yeah, it's, you're like, Oh man, <laughs> like it's interesting. Like um, how he was so messed up on cocaine some nights on that movie and you know, was just literally improvising all the time. And a lot of it's in the movie. So it's is there, did they interview a lot of people? They get Ackroyd or anybody like that? Or Yeah, they talk to everybody, but it's not on camera interviews. It's like, it's sound, it's all sound recorded interviews hmm. and they play the, the sound bites of the interviews over footage of him and, and, photographs and home movies and clips and stuff so no one's on camera mm -hmm. um it's all sound bites but yeah dan Aykroyd's on there and uh, everybody's on there it's pretty pretty interesting pretty cool chevy chase and lauren michaels and uh god every everything you know so it's good i recommend it i um i finally watched the scream queen documentary the one about mark Patton from mm -hmm. street two i figured mm -hmm. since i was on an elm street kick i 
finally get around to watching that doc. It's actually really good. I was it actually, is good. I've seen it. Yeah. I was surprised. And I was also yeah. happy to see me in it a bunch in the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched I, another one you were in last night. Last night I watched the Pet Cemetery one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I was like, what the there's Sean. Yeah. What the fuck? Always popping up in these things, man. I don't know where you, yeah, but uh, it was, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's funny because I forgot that my, my friend Dave Anderson worked on that movie and did makeup effects for it. Oh. And I just, I just actually texted with Dave today and, uh, and I see him often, but uh, uh, I forgot he, he was on that. I have so many questions for him, but uh, it was, a, it was a decent documentary that one. I wonder um, if he did that bust I have of Fred Gwynn with the mouth being cut. He probably did. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched a movie called Mank with Gary Oldman. Oh, I want to see that too. How uh, was the it? The David Fincher movie. I did not like it. Oh, that's disappointing because I love really, Gary Oldman. I love David Fincher. I do too. Um, it was very, although I'm really hard on stuff, it was, it was a story that we have been told countless times mm -hmm. if you know anything about citizen, citizen kane. kane and the hearst family and stuff the music was so overbearing trent reznor and what's his name atticus finch or something was that mm -hmm. so overbearing and out of place like it's non-stop pounding you in the face with with score and music and you're just and it doesn't fit and you're going could you just be quiet for a second so i can hear people talk fuck you know um yeah but it was shot well, um, shot like a Citizen Kane movie uh, in black and white. Um, I just didn't, uh, it was terribly boring, very pretentious, I thought. Um, but, you know, of course, it, it, and it's also very like Oscar. We're reaching for the Oscar in every yeah. category. It was, it's that movie. It's so Oscar heavy, you know, and, and so it forgets to entertain and it forgets to inform it's just you know that so mm. um but you might like it people are going crazy over it of course but i, I you know that's well, not a winning um, endorsement i'm not i'm not i'm not excited to watch it now <laughs> <laughs> you might love it you might love it i'd be very curious to see what you think I, I watched another documentary that was really good i had no idea it existed i came across it by accident which was uh, it's a documentary about the dana carvey show Remember when Dana Carvey had yeah. a, a show briefly? It's a, a documentary, show, right? A, no, no. It was oh, a he had a variety show. show, right? Where he yeah. did skits. That's right. Yeah. But didn't and he it, also have a talk show too? I, I, I don't know about that. But this one's about his variety show uh -huh. and how it came to be and why it failed. And it's really good. I highly recommend that one. Okay. What's that on? Um, Where's that available? Uh, Hulu, I think. Okay. It's on Hulu. So I highly recommend that one. That's a. That's a a really good one and then i i was watching um some of those classic albums documentaries you know those ones where they take a classic album and they dissect it and talk to the engineers and musicians and stuff and they break it down song by song and and i watched the one on there i watched one on frank zappa um i haven't watched the zappa documentary yet that alex winter did i've been i haven't I've, either is I've it been out? Meaning, uh it's out yeah oh it is yeah oh, okay I would see that, but I'm not a Zappa fan. Me neither, really. but I, but I'm interested. Yeah. It's interesting as far as like a creative process and, and, and where the guy was coming from and it has, and it's, it's not bad. 
but he um, seems yeah. like he seems like an interesting guy that's why i want to see i'm not i wasn't a zappa fan of the music but he he seemed like an interesting guy and and alex is a yeah. great documentary maker I, yeah. mean, I don't know if you yeah. saw his uh he did that napster documentary which was really uh-huh. good and yeah I, um, saw that one. I, I just i'm i'm interested in seeing well i know you know have knowing alex i know he's been working on it for years so it's been mm-hmm. like a labor of love he's a massive zappa fan so mm. yeah it was interesting i'm i'm curious to see that but uh i i was i'm kind of friends or was friends with ahmet zappa i had mm. a, i had a project going with him a script actually um at his production company for a couple of years and uh uh i still run it i last time i saw him i ran into him at the rainbow room at the rainbow right before COVID hit. I think it was in January and I was at the rainbow having pizza with a couple of friends and I look over and Ahmet Zappa and Eddie Trunk is sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked over and Ahmet's like, Hey man, come over. And I, so I went over and we had drinks and that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, but he, he's a very nice guy. So yeah, decorating for Christmas and get, I got my kit together and shipped to Australia for my so Australia that's all trip moving and- forward. It's all moving forward. January 3rd, I'm taking off for about five weeks or so. And um, uh, and I'll be doing the show from uh, Sydney uh, in my hotel room in Sydney. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll definitely be doing it the first two weeks because <laughs> you'll be bored yeah. out of your mind. Yeah, the first two like, weeks for sure. You're like, Sean, uh, let's do an episode, bro. Let's do another episode. Fuck it. Okay, yeah. I'll just do one. <laughs> yeah, let's do I'm going live, Sean. Sean, I'm going live. And you're like, Chris, it's three in the morning here. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going live. When's the, when's the stickers coming in that we can send to all our people? Glad you asked. So if you recall last episode, I said I got a notice that they had shipped. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh what what had shipped was at the same time i bought our i placed our order i i also reordered horse hollow ground stickers mm. those showed up uh, so i was like ah so i went online two days ago just to see status and it said one was uh one of the designs was in the packing phase and mm. one was in the printing phase so I'm hoping one of them shows up pretty soon. Um, but yeah, everybody who sent the, and like, where's my stickers? They're coming. As far as t-shirts, so gutter garbs. Now, one thing about gutter garbs is they, and I kind of forgot about this, is they do kind of timed releases. Well, they'll they'll release a design for one week and then it's mm-hmm. like they take the orders and that's it. Right. So I forgot about that. So they want to do it um and actually he wanted to take a stab at his own design so mm. he said would you mind if i put something together i said go for it you know if mm-hmm. worse i can say is nah you know stick mm-hmm. stick with it so he's he's coming up with something right now and hopefully i'll have an example soon um the only my only concern is how to let you guys know when it happens i would say follow gutter Gar- garbs on Instagram because that's the way to find out when they release stuff is if you follow them on Instagram mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah, hopefully soon we'll, you know, have something coming out. You know? Yeah. And make and, sure you're following us on Instagram because mm-hmm. we'll put a, we'll put a blast out when they're available. Exactly. Yeah, so, so here I'll put gutter garbs, Instagram info here, as well as ours. Right. Make sure you follow us and, 
and then you'll be notified because you know we're recording this right now what's the date today the 9th of december this probably won't be released until a week so you know you know this by the time this comes out that shirt might be available <laughs> who knows um, know. get on it kids <laughs> as far oh by the way uh so we got our christmas tree last night finally mm. Mm-hmm. And we there, I don't know if you've seen these, I don't know how common they are, but this is the first time I've ever seen it. The Christmas tree lot by my house started doing colored Christmas trees. You know, they flock mm-hmm. them white. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing every color. Hmm. Uh, they do. They look cool. I'll post some pictures right here. Out there. They're blue ones, pink ones, red ones, but they have black Christmas trees. And of uh, course, nay was God. like, we got to sure. have a black Christmas tree. Sure. So we got a black Christmas tree with glitter on it cool i did see a movie uh one that we had talked about previously that neither of us had seen and i and you said you had no desire to see so i'm sure you haven't seen it is that movie freaky oh uh, yeah Vince Vaughn. <laughs> right wow it and is terrible is it terrible big and, surprise <laughs> well i'll be honest with you i had high hopes for it because the guy who yeah. directed it has done some good stuff he did happy death day which i enjoyed but I kind of feel like it's trying to be happy death day again, but freaky Friday, you know, instead of, uh, you know, waking up the same day, groundhog day, let's remake freaky Friday, but make yeah. it a killer. Right. And I love Vince Vaughn and it's just not funny. And it's just, no. I, I mean, it was hard to get through and Nay mm. felt the same way. We were both like, wow, um, really <laughs> it did uh, really well. Well, I'm sure there's what else is out. That's true. <laughs> you know? um, and they make those things for nothing. So Yeah. And it looked like they made it for nothing. Um, <laughs> it, it Everyone just... keeps asking. I've gotten a couple texts from people going, have you seen Freaky yet? I'm like, no, I haven't. I can't bring myself to maybe when it comes on HBO or Showtime or one of those things, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. But... And, and mind you, I wanted to like it. Right. And I was just like, cause I like happy death day. I thought happy death day two was, <clears throat> terrible i thought i thought the second one was just it, it just got too stupid well this mm. movie is super stupid mm. and not it's just it just wasn't good i was i was yeah. really let down that stuff's not it's not my speed i didn't like the first happy death day really i enjoyed it no I, I enjoy. that's that kind of stuff i don't i don't like that goofy goofy no. oops a daisy it's a scary movie oops like yeah i don't i don't like that i just got this bad boy in the mail Oh, nice. That new Dawn of the Dead 4K box set from overseas <laughs> that's like got every cut possible and every soundtrack in it. Jeez. Um, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, you have to get it overseas. The Diabolic DVD carries it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But it's worth it, and, and it's, huh. it's badass. I also just picked up this. I thought this was the cover. Um, well, it's a foreign Velvet Goldmine release on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And the reason I got it because it had a lenticular cover. It's pretty cool. Lenticular. But it's not really. It's just kind of attached to the, you know. But I love this movie. But it looks like a weird bootleg from Thailand or something, maybe. But whatever. Mm. We'll see how that is. I like lenticular. He lacks the lenticular. Uh, Just picked up Pretty in Pink on Blu-ray. Finally. This has never been on Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah. Finally Mm. got that. Uh just one of the guys just picked. Oh, up. that's a good one. I like that yeah. one. That's a guilty pleasure for me oh, yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, Danger Diabolic. I don't oh. know if you're a fan of that movie at all. 
sure weird awesome movie uh arrow did a special edition 16 candles on oh Blu-ray. what yeah. makes it special uh, it's got a bunch of bonus features that aren't on the Amer- american one was bare bones so it's huh. got this is and it's a 4k scan also oh i'm gonna have to get that yeah um and i don't know if you've seen this i just picked up the the hitchhiking ghost uh oh. hallmark uh it plays the song and lights up so very nice that's my those are my goodies i've received oh i did i did get this I had to get the new walmart love uh-huh. gun splattered vinyl exclusive because <laughs> i need another copy of love gun yeah right i i got some records too but i got that oh here's one wait did I already show this? I might have already showed this. Let me see. I got. I don't think you did. That's awesome. Bride of, the Bride of Frankenstein vinyl soundtrack. Maybe there. you did. I don't know. It's you Mom, can never Mom, get enough Mom. of Bride. Can never Especially get enough of that. Especially if Scarlett Johansson's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Not, and it's got the. Uh, it's got like a super cool like. Oh, very cool. Oh, speaking yeah. of Scarlett Johansson, Nay and I finally watched Under the Skin. What'd you think? Loved it. Isn't it awesome? Yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird. It's <laughs> one of the best movies, I think. As, I don't as know about that. I don't. I, mean, I, I thought it was really good. It was very different and unique. Was what I what I really appreciated about it. Plus, she's so hot. She's she's so yeah. easy to look at. Oh, um, she just looked amazing. It was so cool. Uh, my one of my favorite parts is well, all of it's great. The ending is fantastic mm-hmm. and horrifying. But I love when the guy's floating in the in the in the void, and he mm. sees the other guy who's shriveling yeah. up, and then he then then he just goes, boom, like yeah, that, that yeah. is so. Dude, his skeleton had, just gets sucked out of his his body. It's we so had cool. our the surround system cranked, and when yeah. that pop happened, man, freaked yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah, it's so good. I love that shit. That, I'm into that kind of stuff. Stuff now, like that. I haven't doing. I didn't do any reading up on it, but the guy with the sort of elephant man thing going on. That, that mm-hmm. was a real dude, right? Was it's that a real, real guy. Yeah. It's a real guy. Yeah. That's what I thought. And a lot of the, the, a lot of the um, people that she was talking to mm-hmm. when she'd pull up and try to pick up guys were real guys. Really? They weren't, they didn't know they were being filmed. It was that, that they did that on purpose. Oh, wow. That's why when they're looking at her, they're like, you could tell that they're kind of going, is that fucking Scarlett Jones? What the fuck is going on when she's talking? And and uh, but apparently what they did is they they hid the cameras in such a way that she would pull up to she would drive around and just pull up to random guys and talk to them. And how they convince them to then get naked later? <laughs> well, no, I, I I well they all didn't. Some of them did, yeah. but uh, a couple of them did. I'm sure. I don't know. I'd like to know more about it. I'm sure they were like, well, we just filmed you for a movie. And do you want to be, you know, what obviously pay you and you have to, you know, sign a release, all that shit. I'm really curious how many, if the guys that got naked were actors or if they talked them into doing it, I don't, I don't know. But I, I do remember reading that that's what they did. They, they randomly, she would randomly pick somebody and talk to them. Hmm. And that's why you get those authentic, you know, responses which is i find so bizarre i um i had to turn the subtitles on because some of those fucking guys man the the (laughs) accents were so thick i couldn't understand what the hell they were saying yeah so we turned the subtitles on to kind of help us out you know because you know (laughs) 
Yeah, you get used to it after a while. You just kind of go, oh, no, I now I understand them. Um, I guess we should get to questions because we got quite a few and we got our guest coming on in 30 minutes. All right. Questions. Let's do it. Let's get them done. A lot of people, uh, including Bubba, is, are dying to hear this Kurt Russell story now. <laughs> but uh, I told you that Kurt you, I told, you told you. it to me. And um, what do you think? I can't tell that. Story. I, you can't tell it, unfortunately, just because it's it ends up being sort of private. But I think more people are interested in what the deal was with signing the thing laser disc. I mean, he just, he just seemed like he was not, I think he it. just, I, I, there was no real story to that or any, or any, yeah, the story was that. completely yeah. separate from was, the autograph. Yeah. It was a whole different story. Um, I think the signing thing is just, I'm sure he's tired of having people come up to him signing the thing stuff. I think it's probably that and escape from New York, probably two things he gets the most I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. And, and Captain and, Ron. And, and Captain Run, right? <laughs> and overboard. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think I think the the tone, the vibe I got is he's just like, ah, oh, God, I'm so like sick the computer wore tennis shoes again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Escape to Witch Mountain. Wasn't he in that? No, he wasn't in that. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's all it was. Oh, okay. I, I think, which I don't get. Because you know, but I guess that's not true. Because you're gonna, you're already there with Halloween, really, Michael oh, Myers oh, I'm, again. I'm totally there. I, it's funny that you say that. This past week or so, going back to what's been going on, I've been getting a lot of nasty messages on Instagram from Halloween fans. Yeah, like people going, "Halloween sucks," and David Gore Green fucked it up, and you suck, and like we, I don't we know had why. One of, we had one of those in our in our. Uh, where they said they loved what you did, but then shit uh -huh. on the movie and shit on David. Uh, um, I'm not gonna. No, read, been, I'm not gonna read that one. But right, I, I've been getting some really kind of some 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 crazy Halloween fans hitting me up the past couple of weeks. I don't know what's going on out there or what happened, but uh, I've been getting a lot a lot of that. So much so that I've been really trying to shy away from Instagram a lot. I mean, I'll yeah. put something up there here and there, but. I, I'm trying not to read the messages that much. So if you sent me a message about something and I haven't responded or something, don't get upset with me. It's only because I've been inundated with some crazy people out there. I'm a well, concerned. you know what you do is just when you get those, just fucking block them. Then I do. Done, then you're done with I them. Do. I do. Yeah. But they keep coming. Some of these, there's one guy, one or two people that are starting new accounts in order to send me shitty messages. I know it's them. And it's really strange. Steve so Johnson, will going. you knock it off? Knock it off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what is on your shirt? I see the Aloha Mr. Hand, but what's the face? It's Mr. Hand. Is it? Yeah. It doesn't look like it. It's all closer. distressed. It's all distressed and stuff. It's him smiling. Okay, now I see it, dude. From a distance, it almost looked like Alex Winter from Freaked. It was weird. <laughs> no. So Johnny Allwright said that I definitely need to do a Horace Hall Grounds on Monster Squad. And someone else, both of these, said my inner 10-year-old would probably flip shit for a Monster Squad Horace Hall Grounds. Well, my buddy Adam the Woo did a Monster Squad locations thing recently. So look him up on YouTube, Adam the Woo. He did a Monster Squad one. Dr. Wolfenstein said he thinks the best uh, soundtrack, maybe we were talking about, somebody asked about soundtracks of music. Yeah. Um, 
he loves the crow and I, we had lots of people mention the crow i kind of forgot about the crow that's a great I did soundtrack forget about the crow yeah it's not bad as a matter of fact my old band the heathens covered burn from the cure uh hmm. there's a two record a vinyl release it's on cd also horror hound did a uh a thing called it's only a movie and they had all these different bands cover songs from horror films mm. and we did burn by the cure and we also did it's only available on the cd version as a bonus track i think we did uh, hellraiser um either ozzy or motorhead whichever version you want uh but i think motorhead was the one in hellraiser three hell mm. on earth so we did a real cock rock version of that one I'm, i did the <laughs> i did the drums very fucking tommy like that kind of thing <laughs> crystal ramos said i'd love to have a few beers with fred i love the way he talks crystal he's a married man so you know pump the brakes he just wants beers she didn't say anything more she didn't say anything more i don't know but, you know one beer leads to another exactly to another. next thing you know you're in a motel six you know you're getting deckered yep <laughs> Uh, Brandon Gregory said, I love the shout out to Gross Point Blank. It's one of my all-time favorites. I think about it anytime I'm driving through Gross Point, even though it's actually shot in Los Angeles. Pose uh, Nicholson said, thanks for answering my question on soundtracks, fellas. I absolutely love Gross Point Blank. Trick or Treat is another classic too. To be honest, I like every soundtrack you guys mentioned. Cheers for that. So yeah, Gross Point Blank getting a lot of love. Getting a lot of love. That's a actually, good soundtrack. Uh, yeah, great. Love the soundtrack. Love the movie. I'm actually going to be doing a Hollywood Hollowed Grounds on Gross Point Blank. I decided mm. after us talking about it, I was like, yeah, I should go do that one. It's all shot in L.A. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was trying to figure out where they shot the gym scene. And I was like, oh, man, you know, the reunion. Mm -hmm. and uh so i just called michael cutlass because he's a buddy of mine because he's in the remember he's the drunk guy that goes mm -hmm. i'm drawing a complete blank <laughs> yeah um so i called him up and he told he's me bobby exactly. beamer bobby beamer yeah, bobby beamer yeah. <laughs> yeah he's great he's one of the coolest guys so I, I called him up and he told me where it was and i would have never found it if it wasn't for him that's not mm -hmm. a school lee fusion robinson said oh how cute chrissy wants hugs Fans run at Chris, Zack Snyder style. Fans mm -hmm. run to Sean Romero style. So I don't know. I guess I, I, I think is Chrissy, <laughs> the little girl that drew the thing. Is that, I don't know what he means by Chrissy wants hugs. I don't know. Is he referring to me? I don't know. I don't know. I'll well, give you a hug, pal. Well, he said fans run at Chris, you, Zack Snyder right. style. It means they, right. they run to you and they, right. they kind of lumber to me for some reason. Oh, I, don't I, don't know. Know what I don't know what it is. All right. Don't know what you mean, bro, but all right. Thanks for the comment. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. Yeah. Peaky Bastard said, I have to agree with Chris on Uncle Buck. That was one of my favorite films watching growing up. Still to this day, uh, watch it at least one to two times a year. Yeah, there was a lot of people making comments about, I guess, my dislike for Uncle Buck. Not, not so much my dislike, but I guess not my love for Uncle Buck and planes, right. trains, and automobiles. And somebody in one of these comments actually asked if I just don't like John Candy. And, you know, I started to think about it and I've never disliked John Candy, but I'm not, mm -hmm. he doesn't really do a lot for me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You know who else is like that? Stephanie's like that. John Candy does not entertain her at all. And I'm like huge John Candy fan. I love John Candy. Yeah. I, I, I... It's okay. You don't have to like the man. He's dead.
it's not like I don't like him. Right. It's just, I don't go, dude, John Candy's in it. That's, I got to right. see it. Right. You made your money back with John Candy. I did. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't hit box office. You didn't underperform. Yeah. You just made your money back. Um, Tommy Wittig said, I enjoyed the episode so much. I've watched it twice now. Thanks guys. By the way, what would be your favorite comfort movie? Something you could watch anywhere, anytime, turn it on the background. Uh, well, you've said this a hundred times. I already know what it is. Shawshank Redemption, right? It's number one. Yeah. You actually said that it's comfort comfort food. uh, Yeah. I said it's my comfort food or that thing you do is a big comfort movie. I think, and for me, I think I said mine was, uh was uh, uh nick castle nick castle's always trying to get in on our episodes did you hear that ding it's nick castle yeah. let's get him on the show let's get him on the show we, we do need to bring him back because let's just call him up right now should i just call him right let's now? just call him up right now really should i let's do it come on <laughs> well he watches all the time he's told me he was all right i'm putting him on speaker hold on i'm calling nick <laughs> hold on Can't hear it. There we go. Oh, there we go. Surprise guest, everyone. Hello? Mr. Castle. Sean Clark. Hello, sir. (laughs) (laughs) The star of the thing that you had. One of the two stars. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you better say that. (laughs) I got Chris on the line. (laughs) Oh, hey, Chris. Hi, Nick. How are you, buddy? I get to see you guys whenever I want. Now it's like, you know, you're always there to entertain me. This is so much fun. Until Chris quits. <laughs> what? <laughs> so we're, we're in the middle of filming an episode right now, and, and my phone dings, and it's you. And I go, it's Nick Castle trying to get on the show again. And then Chris goes, call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so am I now on the show? You're on the show, whether you like it or not. Oh. Hey, everybody. Happy <laughs> holidays. <laughs> um, well, I just thought it'd be co- funny to call you real quick. Uh, as far as Sunday, your question, um, I don't have an exact time yet, but I will get it sorted today. Okay, great. Great. Well, I, hey, Chris, how you doing? Are you still coveting it up there and going to your uh, making money, make, uh, going and doing some shows? <laughs> Once, I guess once if you're still working, like doing film, uh, doing. Stuff. Oh, um, actually, not that much. Only a day or two here and there on some little shows. I'm, I'm gonna go to Australia in January for about five, six oh, that's weeks. Right. But, but uh, other than that, no, it's been it's been pretty slow for me. People always think I'm busy or booked or something. So I, I'm I've been hanging out at home doing stuff a lot and and stuff. So yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the new this new shut lockdown, I'm sure, has shut down productions again. Wouldn't you think? No, really? no, because uh, uh, movie productions are now considered officially essential workers. That's some bullshit. <laughs> that's some bullshit. I'm not kidding. That's you. I'm not kidding. You. Well, I it did is. see that thing on the news with that woman who was flipping oh, yeah. out that she had the restaurant and literally in the parking yeah. lot next to him, they set up the same thing for a film production. Yeah, and she yeah. can't have outdoor dining, but they can. That, yeah. that is some bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah, that is, it's yeah. that is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I really feel sorry for these independent re- restaurants that you know are do, trying to do everything they can, and then they have to still shut down. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. then they just so that's okay if you have to shut down, but you, you're gonna have to pay them. 
Pay right. them something. Give them something, for fuck's sake. Well, you know, yeah. it's funny. I, I went not to get deep into this, but I was sitting there doing math the other night and I went, do you know, I looked up the population of the United States. It's three, roughly $360 million or 360 million people. Okay. Yeah. You know, they spent $90 billion on relief funds for COVID last round and talking about doing again, 90 billion. So I'm going, where did all that money go? Because if you have 360 million people, you could technically give everybody a million dollars, everybody in this country, a million dollars and level the playing field. And it would be cheaper than what they've been spending. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm okay with getting a million dollars. (laughs) Anyway, how are you, Nick? Are you okay? Are you wearing a mask? Are you staying home? What are you doing, Nick? No, yeah, I'm fine. You know, you know, I, uh, I I make Charlene go out and get the food, bring it back, and let her be in harm's way. No, that's not true. But but it actually is true. But um, did, but did, yeah, no, I'm fine. Did did you Chris know. did Chris just ask Michael Myers if he wears a mask? That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of these cameos, though. You know, so uh, I put a now I put a. a uh, a Christmas hat on Michael's on, on your mask, Chris. <laughs> nice. so, uh, I'm going to do one of those. I thought, you know, what would be funny, uh, Sean, is to do a photo with me with a Santa hat and the shape with a uh, mask with a Santa hat, just like one of those posed old ones, you know, like the two of us together. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, for, yeah, for, for a Christmas uh, email shout out to all the, all the gang. So, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I want you guys go. You uh, keep keep entertaining the throngs of people that are now your new fans. <laughs> right, I will. You. I'll hit you up later today, and I will see you on Sunday. Okay, cool. All right, talk to you later. Bye, Chris. Bye, bye. Bye, Nick. Well, there you go. You know, you go. all Surprise. the big stars. All the big stars are coming on the show. Surprise guest. Surprise, Surprise guest. guest today. Was little, that was not little, pre-planned. That was <laughs> a little Christmas treat for you guys. A Christmas Halloween treat. Um, let's see. Boy, we got uh, whew, so many questions here. Um, Canis Jana said her daughter said thank you, by the way, I think, I guess, for letting her win, I guess, even though we haven't <laughs> given her anything. We'll give you something. Trust me. We got something for you. Um, let's see. The Bingster, Steve Banger. Bing. Said, I love your get off my lawn moment. I couldn't agree more. Great episode, fellas. Always looking forward to you guys. Yeah, we had a lot of people that that were uh, in agreement with us on loud cars uh, and sound systems and mufflers. Mm. And mm. God, it's it's funny. Since we had had that little bit of the episode, I've been seeing it and hearing it more. And I don't think it's like because of the episode. It just seems like it's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's like suddenly people are really into that again. Yeah, and it's only douchebags. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Danny Donata. Hey. uh, Said, hola. Funny. Uh, God bless the get off my lawn segment. This is a great interview. Mr. Decker has taste. And then the horns. Todd Jara said, for sure, a regular logo shirt slap, get off my lawn on the back. But there's also nothing wrong with giving us a couple of shirts to choose from or hell, we can buy one of each. I mean, 
one way or another, we will have the classic logo shirt at some point if we make it ourselves. It, it'll get done. Don't worry. I'm just curious to see what the gutter garbs guy comes up with. I am too. I'm, I'm curious of what yeah. he's going to come up with. Yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. Um, Mick C. Horn Pop Culture said, thank you for this 20th episode. Please keep the show going. Horns, pumpkin. By the way, the Devil Times 5, Devil a.k.a. Times People's five. Toys. I didn't know it was a.k.a. Yeah. People's Toys. Yeah. Is pretty good. Leaf Garrett and Sorrel Book Bookie, Boss Hog, Dukes of Hazard are in this Z flick. Mm-hmm. Had a couple people say they thought Devil Times Five was fun. I haven't watched it, it yet. I got it in my queue. Right. It's 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 queued up. I just have it's I've been up. busy watching fucking Freddy. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, Lee Fusion Robinson said uh that he's the guy that's been keep sending us the weird gifts of us oh, the uh, face replacement gifts. yeah those were fun yeah. and those he, were fun yeah. somebody made one of of you doing the <laughs> the uh, oh face, really did a gif oh no shit yeah <laughs> oh, i haven't seen that one yeah it's just basically you the whole time it's great <laughs> um <laughs> I want to see that. That's funny. Let's see. Uh, Christopher Bell, I genuinely, I genuinely look forward to every episode. Thanks for all the great content. Nathaniel Verse said, great show. Love the stories you both tell. Got to hear the Kurt Russell story. Sean, did you ever get a chance to own the original Leatherface masks from the 74 film? No. Chris, what was your first movie you got to work on? Thanks, guys. You rule. Oh, first movie I got to work on, I think, was Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. Or Demonic Toys. Maybe it was Demonic Toys. Charlie Band movie from mm-hmm. Full Moon. I think that was my very first. I think it was Demonic Toys. Did you, speaking of Charlie Band, you see this new announcement of Miskatonic U, The Resonator? <laughs> no. Apparently, it's going to be directed by w- Billy Butler. You know, if you know okay. William Butler and sure. Amanda Wiss is attached to it and somebody okay. else like, I, oh, Michael Pere. Huh. Because I know at one point, Jeffrey and Barbara were in talks to do a From Beyond sequel with the guy, I think, that directed Beyond the Gates, maybe. But apparently that fell apart because MGM owns the rights. But I guess the way they're doing this one, they're kind of skirting around that. Who knows? Mm. But they have a picture, I'll post it here, of a... I guess a mock-up poster and it's the resonator, but it's like, basically they took the, you think you're going to get a call. You're going to get a call for them. Should have if they were smart, but, um, but apparently Jeffrey told Charlie, Hey, I know who has the resonator. And he's like, Oh no, no, we were, we got our new one. Hmm. So basically the globe and the forks look the same, but the body looks all steampunky. Not as good. He made a mistake. The real star sitting (laughs) in my living room. Right. Anyway, and your film will suffer for it. Just no, no, I'm not That's wishing right. any bad luck. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> let's see. Sawyer Smoke. Awesome episodes, dudes. I actually just watched Night of the Creeps for the first time last week. So this was well-timed. Favorite soundtrack would have to be The Crow. Would love an HHG episode on The Crow, but I believe most of it was sets built at Screen Gems in Wilmington. Hope you dudes had a great Thanksgiving. Yes, you are correct. The crow is pretty much all set, so there's there's nothing. There's, yeah, I could show yeah. you a warehouse. You know, yeah, exactly. That's about it. Um, the viper that was shot X. in Wilmington. Wilmington, 
the crow was shot in Wilmington. That's what he said. I don't. I've oh, never. That, I think that I, is correct, actually. Yeah, I think it was shot at MGM or whatever that is. That's where we shot Halloween Kills. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. The ghost of uh, Brandon Lee roaming that exactly. building. Exactly. That that's a bummer, man. That's such a bummer. It is a bummer. It's just such a bummer that he never got to see his success. You know, he I finally know. made it on his own. Yeah. And. But you know what would have happened had he lived? They would have then made a lot of really bad sequels and it would have tainted his, the first one, (laughs) like those, (laughs) like those sequels they did make without it, but they still would have been bad with him in it. Because that, that first one, you know, I don't know if he'd have done it. I don't know. I I, I can't see that he would do it. Probably. (laughs) Viper's Hex official channel. What's going on with Viper's Hex? We're still waiting for a copy of the movie. What's going on? We're going to talk about this movie or what? Uh, Great episode, blokes. Fred is a master storyteller. Question for this week is, name a traditionally non-horror director that you'd like to see in the genre. I've always thought Wes Anderson could make a cool horror flick if he committed to it. Anywho, keep up the good work. Hmm. It's an interesting question. question. It's a good question. Um, hmm. Hmm. And i got to kind of look at my... See if I can think of... You know, it, it, you know, God, I don't know. It, it's, I mean, I just think of good directors that haven't done horror, you know? I mean, the, there's a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. but, but anybody who'd be specifically good? Uh, hmm. hmm. That's a really good question. I got to think on that one. I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know, I don't know if I agree he would make a good horror film. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he probably would, but uh, I, I, I like, Wes Anderson's films. Um, that's a really good question. Because then I start going through directors that I like, and most of them have made, if not a horror film, a thriller of some type that you could equate to. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm, uh, I'm looking at my... You know who I'd like to see make a real... Uh, you know who I think is an actually really good director that I... Uh, ben Affleck. I wouldn't. An like, Affleck, yeah. I, I bet you he could that's do a good, good one. horror film. That's a that's actually a really good one. I mean, I love the town. I think the town is a that's that's a comfort movie for me. I can watch the town over and over again. Yeah, yeah, uh, I like that movie. I, I would like to see. I always principal Taiki Watiti. Mm. Yeah. No. Well, would, I mean, what they do in the shadows is horror comedy. Yeah, but I'd like to see him do a full on full on scary. Yeah. Yeah. E.L. Vetter said, uh, no, he didn't say that. He goes, um, hi, Christopher and Sean. Question to Christopher. One of my favorite movies is The Dentist from 1996. How was it to work on that film? And did you have any fun stories? Also, did you make the huge mouth where Finestone did his drilling? Keep up the awesome show. Thank you. Thank you for bringing back up. Oh, I forgot about that one. It's a terrible movie. Um, um, I, I have no stories, but I was at the dentist last week. So that's, there you my, go. that's all I got. I bet you your story's better than mine because I have none. Um, that was Brian Usna. I think I did that movie after Return of the Living Dead 3 and we're together again. I think, wasn't it Brian Usna? He yeah. produced it, yeah. Yeah. Did he direct and, it um, also? I think he did, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't remember it very much. I did one or two gags. I did not do that gag. Did a gag where the dentist's mouth was 
cranked open really wide or something like that and some teeth yanking stuff and something on Corbin Burnson was in that, right? Wasn't yeah, he, he was that? the dentist. He was the dentist. Um, I don't have a lot of memories of that movie. I think I was in and out of that one. I built it in like maybe a few days, went shot for a couple days because I think there were a couple different effects companies on that one. And mm-hmm. I was one of them. But uh, I don't really have any stories about that. It was super low budge, shot on some warehouse out here in the valley somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. back in those days. And it was like, we have no money. That's what I remember. So, um, so and I never, I've never seen it. So, really, it's actually no, kind of a fun. It. It's kind of a fun movie. I'm surprised you never really? seen it. Huh. Nah, I don't, it's not my thing. But yeah, um, that's oh, cool. We need to, we need to raffle this bad boy off. Oh, and and you know, I've got some good giveaways for the next, you know, for our next live thing, which will, okay. will I guess we'll reveal what those are at the beginning of that live episode. But somebody sent me a link to a, because I was going to cut everybody's thing, you know, the little piece of paper and put them in a thing and pull it out. Mm -hmm. And somebody suggested there's an app, a random number app you can put between one and whatever, and it'll Mm -hmm. randomly choose a number. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, that's a lot easier, (laughs) you know, (laughs) give everybody numbers. Uh, Last question. Last question. Last question. Before we bring on our guest, it's the last question before our guest joins us, where we'll go back in time and it'll be daylight. (laughs) Are you trying to say we've already recorded that interview? What? No. What? Yep. So so if you guys are worrying or are curious about the continuity of this episode, (laughs) we started our normal episode answering the questions. Then we did the interview with Matt, a.k.a. Right. Piggy D, a.k.a. Right. Count D. Right. Uh, and then we came back and finished this. A.k.a. Dracula. Finished it, finished it twice, in fact, because we went back into it. Chris's right. computer started to die. We had to right. let it recharge. Now it's dark. We've yeah. spent all day doing this shit for you all guys. Day, I hope you fucking you appreciate it. I God want you to it. know it's been five hours five hours of our lives we can't get back now after after i um after we do this last question i am going to try to find that generator app that guy said and we're gonna give away this goddamn pumpkin oh okay i think we should all right let's do it then let's go here we go all right last question from kevin reynolds Kevin of reynolds. the reynolds rap fame He's part right. of the Reynolds. He's got rap, millions uh, of dollars. Since you have so much money from Reynolds rap fame, Kevin, yeah. will you just throw me like some of it? Like I'll take yeah. a million and then I'm out, yeah. which is, which is peanuts to the Reynolds family. Yeah. I mean, you got, you can afford, afford it. I mean, you know, come on, Kevin, hook come us on, up. Kevin, man up, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. Um, I'm trying to find where I put people's hair. Is this the thing where I got everybody's names from the contest? I put it somewhere. <laughs> That's the thing. I wrote them all down. Now it's like, where did I put them? All the people that contributed. I, I Do people in... actually want that pumpkin? I don't know. Okay. I really don't know if they want it or not. All right. Um, oh, God damn it. I don't know where I put it, dude. I took the time to go through and, and write them. So people all down. entered. So people entered to win the pumpkin. Did well, they enter to win. 
it was basically all the uh the people that contributed i went through right. it and found them all and wrote their uh, names down and okay i'll find it here in a second hold on because it was under i was under the auction one i hope i didn't fucking delete it somehow because it's that was a lot of work i spent like an hour going through that stupid thing and finding everybody's <laughs> Uh, wasn't name. stupid to them, Sean. It was stupid. They shouldn't have. Wasn't bothered. stupid to them, Sean. I like how you just devalued all that money and time people spent <sighs> watching us, commenting, giving us money, and in one <sighs> fail swoop and one comment, I just fucking shit all over it. You just shit on it. You just dropped your pants. You dropped your verbal jeans and shat all over it oh found it yay so you're not a mr bungle <clears throat> oh don't be a mr bungle don't do you remember that mr. yes i do okay. oh my god all right well i'll ask the question while i do this <laughs> so kevin reynolds from the reynolds rap uh, dynasty said uh chris and sean are either you fans of george romero's night riders it's oh an interesting boy. departure from Romero doing horror, but it's definitely not for everyone. <laughs> the, the I'm, guessing, I'm guessing by the laughter uh, means you're not, but I'm not. I'm not a fan of the Knight Riders. Mm -hmm. no, I'm, I'm not. I like Ed Harris. Uh, yeah. Have. I do love the poster from Knight Riders. Poster's great. Yeah. Which I was lucky enough to get Ed Harris and most of the cast to sign over the years. And I do love putting that poster up from time to time. But it, uh, not a great film. Not a great film. Um, great. God bless George. I love him to death. He was a great guy. But, but not, it, not one of his best. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of fun in a way. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah. You know. Well, the poster's almost as good as Tom Savini's Vampirates. Did that That's ever get made? No. Okay. I don't think it did, but I saw <laughs> a poster that he had made in his I think it was at his school, at the Savini school. It's hanging up. It's pretty badass, but it is Vampirates. See. And you think why is a name a name like that that is basically fried gold why yeah. why did that not just get greenlit as it came out of his mouth right you know, as the idea hit, exactly hit the page right like dr acula <laughs> yeah have you ever come up with one of those like great titles for a oh yeah i have lots of them but i'm not gonna say them here why not because I mean, I'm not giving them away, I'm still going to do something with those. So if, if if Vampirates was one of your ideas, you'd just be hoarding it? Yeah. Why don't you make yeah. Vampirates? I would love to make Vampirates. No, instead I'm going to make... I'm going to make Whale Wolf. <laughs> make what? What is it? Whale Wolf. <laughs> whale Wolf. <laughs> Writes itself. How... Actually, how about werewolf, but like W-H-E-R-E, -E, wolf, like were, question mark, werewolf. Right. That right. could be. No, I like werewolf better. Actually, that's a great idea, the werewolf thing. Think about that could be the next Where's Waldo. It could just be werewolf. There you and, go. And, how about trout laws? 
trout <laughs> little like fish with bandit masks and cowboy hats oh my god we're, we're coming up with some winners here boom boom jesus they how many coming. people contributed now mind you i am i'm i'm if you contributed five dollars or more uh, I'm I'm giving you a number for each five dollars you contributed. So some people threw down. Some people, you know, like the Reynolds rap, ha- have that kind of money. You know, not that he yeah. contributed. I don't think he did. Right. I don't know what his problem is. Um, usually, He's got the rich, all that money. The rich people are usually the cheapest because they're they hoarding it. They hang. They hang on to that shit like it's like okay. It's I'm, fi- <laughs> I'm finally got the last one numbered. All right. Okay, so now I just got to find that app real quick. It was a... Uh, oh, you haven't even done the app? Somebody te- messaged me about it. Hold on. Oh, here we go. We can just do it right here. Like you can do ge- like one to 10 and you hit generate. Hold on. It's like it's random.org. Yeah, you just put true random number generator. You can see that. And... I put in one, so in this case, it's going to be one to 59. Okay. And then I hit generate and it's going to give me the number. So Can right give now, you a number. so right now we're at one, oh, you can't even see it. It's fucking boring. So you have 59 entries. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so we're, we're about to, uh, here we go. We got everybody in there and some, some lucky viewer out there is about to win a Ian's pumpkin carving thing with two heads yeah. light up pumpkin. So I think what I got to do right now is to make this fair is I got to read off everybody's numbers. Holy balls. <laughs> right. I mean, how else will they know if I'm telling the truth? Do you have to though? You know, or what you they could just do? trust us. You know what you could do? You can do what a lot of people did, and you can put them right below here. As we've been having this whole discussion, you can put up everyone's name right there. But I could also <laughs> fake that. I could just put, you know, I could then put after it's been happened. I just want it to be fair. I don't want anybody to think that I rigged it, you know. What's to rig? I don't know how you would rig it. Well, because even though I'm doing the number thing, Right. They don't know what I'm looking at, the list, and I could say, Oh, it's Chris Nelson. Congratulations. You know what I mean? He was number nineteen. But you know? these are our friends. They trust us. Do they, they trust though? that we're doing the right this thing? This could be like the thing that blows up in our face. You fucking know that guy, bro. It's not like we're fucking giving away a bar of gold for Okay, Cronella. that's true. All right. So from now on, <laughs> we're gonna figure out a more we want to, we want you guys to know it's legit. I'm just gonna do the fucking number generator, one to fifty nine. I've got the one fifty nine written down right here. I don't. So here we go. Here we go. As you can see, I don't know. Can you see it? You kind of see it. One to fifty nine. I guess. Let me it. see if I can turn it this way and make it bigger. There we go. Hold on. Very exciting. Okay, it's super exciting. Sounds- Someone's going to win a pumpkin. All right. That's a little bit bigger. You can see it. And I'm going to hit the thing and then we're going to see it is. It came out 44 is our number winner. 44. And number 44 is. Here we go. Rock Skate Boy. Rock Skate Boy. 
whoever the fuck rock skate boy is. <laughs> now I got to figure out how we find out who that person is. If you are rock skate boy, uh, claim your prize. Show them, show them what they want, Sean. Show rock skate boy what he's won. You've, you've won a beautiful sign thing with two heads, custom pumpkin from Ian's pumpkin carvings. And Woo-hoo. it comes with a light and and a bulb and everything it lights up it looks really cool and it's all lit up i don't have what did i I do with that it's around here somewhere but anyway this is what you'll get and of course we'll probably throw some stickers in there and stuff and uh uh you know maybe a nude photo of chris something like that um yes yeah there's plenty of those going around oh it's also signed by ian right there and he also initials it car you get a carving and a, a sharpie autograph from ian and right, right, that hole is right here. The hole is where the uh, you now you uh, you put the light through there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's all self-explanatory. Anyway, congratulations. congratulations. This is, hopefully, this is going to a good home. And when we do our next, when we do, we figure out the date for our live episode. We're gonna go live again and make complete asses out of ourselves live. Or at and, least I will. And we are going to have giveaways. We're going to have do, giveaways. I'll show you a couple things right here. We got a Matthew Lillard signed scream mask. If you can see yeah. it, it's signed right there. It's hard. Yeah. To, it's signed in the mouth. It says Matthew Lillard stew. There you go. Um, I also have a Matthew Lillard signed eight by 10 from scream. That's going to be part of the giveaway. That's just a couple. That's just a teaser. That's just the teaser. That's just the tip of the things that are going to be coming. Oh boy, that really just went together, sort of. Um, but uh, that's just a few of the. Th- <laughs> that's just a few of the goodies that we're goodies. gonna spew all over you guys. That's right, live, live. We're gonna spew live all over you. It's gonna look like like that shirt so, this guy got us. It's gonna come look back like that. and join us. That's right. <laughs> and it's gonna be that color too. Yeah, it will um, be. So we're gonna find some cool shit for the giveaways. And, uh, you know, if you got the way we're going to do it is if you contribute $5 for every $5 you contribute, um, during the episode, you're going to get a raffle number that'll go into the raffle to where you're going to get free shit. And that was going to count. How are you going to count all this while we're doing the show? How, who's, who's going to moderate that? You know what? We maybe need to get a moderator to do that. I think we do. I think we do. Maybe we'll. Maybe I will get somebody to actually be the guy that tallies that, and then we do the we we'll do the raffle live too. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for joining us for all this horse shit, and now you're gonna watch Matt, uh, aka Piggy D from Piggy Rob D. Zombie. AKA, uh, AKA Count D. Count D. We're going to rank the Nightmare on Elm Street films right now. Yep. And uh, it's a good one. So get ready. Hold for on Freddy. to your hats. See, see what I did, did there? Yeah, see. Get ready pretty good. Pretty good. Three. That's not three. Let's try that again. Three, two, one. How are you, sir? It's a pleasure meeting you. It's an honor. Thank you so much for for doing this. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. I've been so excited. <laughs> Sorry yeah. it took so long. Uh, oh but... no, it's uh, everybody's all over the place these days. So it's all good. 
Indeed. I am, I am too. And it slipped my mind. And you, when you text, when you text me, I was like, oh, I got it. I got it. That's right. I made a list and I had notes. And so I went back and I had a revisit. <laughs> so it was good. I had to do that too. I actually, believe it or not, Sean, I made a list this time. I was going to say, you better fucking write them down this time. Because last time when we did Halloween, he picked the same movie twice. And it was like, dude, how did you Classic. do that? And I didn't catch it until I was editing the episode. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I made a list, but don't, I, I'm, I'm sure I can fuck it up somehow. So don't worry about it. I'll yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> sure. So today our guest for the ranking episode of the Elm Street franchise and all things Freddy is Piggy D from Rob Zombie's band, AKA Count D, AKA Matt. Uh, and he's dressed appropriately and got the glove he's got that i mean it's black and red but it's pretty he cool. wore a hat right i mean this he wore, guy, yeah. yeah he got a hat he got hat. The, he's he's got the hat the striped sweater <laughs> the glove he's good to go this is from the 99 cent store and yeah. this is uh freaky freddy fright fingers i believe oh nice so not so, not so we don't get sued yeah <laughs> uh, <there you> <laughs> so so tell me, what have you been up to? You've been busy during the uh, the pandemic. I mean, you got a book out. You you got another band, uh, <laughs> and this and, and this just came out, which I just picked up. Oh yeah, look just at that! Got that. So the new like Rob Zombie single. I got the album coming eventually. You know, I yeah. bought the I bought the bundle. So oh sweet. So I'll have the shirt pretty soon. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's been a. We've been sitting on the album for a minute, so we're ready for mm -hmm. that to come out. And um, King Freak, uh, King Freak was the first single, and we're we're pretty psyched on um, everybody's feedback so far on that. So it's a nice return. It's heavy. It's a heavy yeah. song. Yeah, it is heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. and it's a it's a really I mean, we say this all the time, but like it's a really fun record. And this this there's something about this record mm -hmm. having been an armchair quarterback of this fella for a minute. Um, <laughs> I feel really good about it. And I, I think it's a really fun record. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be one people kind of remember a little bit. The song, the songs are just memorable. Like they're they're, they're I wouldn't say they're all, they all, all sound like King Freak, but they're as memorable as King Freak. So that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. The, the song on the flip side, I, I was like, it's not, what, what's the story with that? Cause it's like a quick little instrumental thing. Yeah. There's some, there's some uh, weird stuff that goes on. I, I don't even, I'm not even sure I can explain <laughs> the process of it without. Cause I, the, yeah, the serenity of witches, like I put it on and I was really digging it and it has some really like really heavy low end bass stuff going on. I was like, Oh, this is badass. And then I was like, Wait, is it over? Wait, is that yeah. it? I thought it was a building into something. I was like, oh wait, what happened? And I was like, uh. I kind of was like, uh. You know, he's got he's got a lot of cool, weird fire still left in the tank, man. Zombie mm -hmm. guy. So like, I think everybody's gonna be really, really psyched about the, the new batch of songs, and hopefully, we'll get back to a new show at some point. Jesus, yeah. I can't remember the last time I held an instrument on stage. Well, the last time I saw you guys was that New Year's Eve show uh, with Ozzy. That was wow. Wait, no, no, that's not true. I saw you guys 
I did see you at five points in Irvine with Manson. That was after the, the New Year's Eve thing. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's been that even that's been almost two years, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. Time's flying. Yeah. Wow. It's nuts. And you have a, you have a book out. I wrote a children's book uh, called all my friends are creeps. And um, <laughs> that came out this, uh, this Halloween. And I've been, cool. that's another thing that's been kind of kicking around. I've written poetry since I was a kid. My first mm -hmm. poem was published when I was 10 and um, in a local school newspaper thing. And uh, I've been writing my nightmares down since I was a little kid mm -hmm. and I never threw anything away. And I've got a few books worth of stuff now. And um, the first one came out this year. And um, wow. after a long, arduous couple of years of trying to find the right illustrator and a few yeah. sets of illustrations, actually, to settle on the right ones. Wow. So it's a bit of a process and it was a learning process. And um, a great and amazing company in L.A. called uh, Rare Bird put out the book. Put, they put out a lot of really cool art books and biographies by people you wouldn't know wrote biographies. Mm. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, it's just a neat company. It was a neat, it was a neat kind of, they got the project right away and, and what it was supposed to be. Cause it's kind of a throwback book. It's like, I was raised on Shel Silverstein and Jack Perlutsky and stuff like that. So like, and you know, Edward Gorey was a big influence on me when I was a kid looking at art and, mm. So it's got a lot of those kind of touchstones and moments in it. So oh, I'm that's awesome. I'm going to check it out. I got to get me one of those. Is Shel Silverstein's the giving tree guy, right? Is that the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The scariest things about his books were the photos of him on the back of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. That dude was freaky looking. <laughs> he looked like a bond villain. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, and then, so you got the, a new band now because you have the Haxons side project. And now you're doing, and you're singing, which I was pleasantly surprised. You have a very good voice. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And that's, um, what's it, Los Vampiros? Is that what it is? Or well, Los... it's a it's a bit of an offshoot. So the ha the Haxons played um, their first show at the Viper Room last December. In fact, mm. a year ago next week. I was supposed to go. I don't remember why I couldn't go, but I was supposed to. I remember you being out of town. Yeah. And um, the opening band was a band that had just kind of popped up locally. Hmm. These two vampire producer guys named Dos Ferratu. <laughs> so being a sucker for a good name, I'm like, that's the opening band. And they were amazing. They, one guy playing guitar, one guy playing keyboard, and it was all instrumental music. And I was like, this is, they had go-go dancers. I was like, this is rad. So after the show, I was talking to them about music and I'm like, oh my God, we're like the same people. So we had, like the following like two weeks later got in a studio and they showed me some tunes and I said, I love this thing on this stuff. And so I did. And we put one of the songs out this year called Christine. It's all music for spooky kids. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I do. And uh, we've, we've done some really interesting things musically and it's cool for me to not hold an instrument and, to be honest with you, with the exception of one song so far, I've only picked up a guitar to go, hey, what, how about something like this? The rest of it, I'm just thinking as a vocalist, which mm. I've never done. Mm. Um, really, ever. My first bands I was in, I was the singer and the guitar player and the prime primary songwriter. 
but for me to just kind of sit back and go, nah, what do I feel like singing about? What do I feel like writing about? What's the melody? And that's all I think about. That's been pretty cool. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's like having a cool coloring book with some restrictions on it. And you just have to stay inside the lines here and there and you can go outside here and <laughs> do paint with different colors and do things. So like we're trying some things that the first song we put out um, had a lot of vocals. I've always wanted, I love the Beach Boys and I always wanted to do something with a lot of layered vocals and figure out the math of all of that and the science of all of that. And it gave me a reason to kind of a coloring book to do that with. So mm. I don't know. I like, I like starting projects that bring some kind of a challenge to the table where I have to kind of find my way out of it. Mm. Kind of fun. And, and so what is that project called then? It, Trace Vampiros. Trace Sorry. Vampiros. That's right. So me obviously being a vampire, mm. still, still here, not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> and, and then, you know, Dos Feratu, we thought if there's three of us, we should just be the Trace Vampiros. So that's what we are. Okay, great. That's awesome. A little on the nose. So is there a, something coming out, like a, an album, or, or are you working on, because that was just a single you guys popped up, right? That was just a single and a video, and there's there's more music coming out, um, just kind of sitting on it in the time being and, you know, picking a, picking a good moment. Hmm. It's, all, it's all interesting, arty stuff. We're not hmm. trying to be a band. We're not trying to be a band that's like gonna go on tour and do this and that. We're just trying to make art that we like. Mm. And that's also been really fun because outside of that, there's no agenda. Mm. We're not trying to get a deal and go on tour with this. No one's trying to do any of that. We yeah. all have jobs. Mm. So it's cool to just make art for art's sake. And when it's done cooking, it's done cooking and that's it, you know, fun. And do you yeah. feel, uh, do you feel like this, the whole COVID thing is, kind of given you this window to do all these projects you've been dying to do because i feel like that's kind of been my situation with like this show and everything it was born out of this pandemic like we're bored let's do something you know so yeah a little bit yeah i mean i guess i had i was gonna have a light year anyway mm -hmm. with the band um the haxons were working this year so that was the that was really the big loss this year was that was the Haxons not going on tour. Cause we've been a band for eight years, played one show. And this was going to be the year where we get to go out and kind of shake our butts and show people what we can do. And that not happening was, was a little bit of a blow, but we've, we've made that project also has made really good use of this time, really good use of this time. So everything that I've done this year, I was kind of already planning to do. Like the book was already coming out. I've launched two video games this year through my Party Monster Club. Those those have been in the canon for two years now. So like there's been so much stuff waiting to happen in 2020. I guess me being home in 2020 enabled me to keep my hands on all of it and just kind mm. of make sure I can see things through the right way. Mm -hmm. um, I've made, you know, just like everybody, I've tried to make lemonade out of, <laughs> out of the year. <laughs> Yeah. So, so now awesome. speaking of lemons, uh, we're gonna be ranking the, uh, <laughs> the Elm Street franchise, and this includes Freddy versus Jason and the remake. So, um, the way we do this, I don't know if you've watched any of our previous ranking shows, we start with number one and we work our way to the worst because that's usually a better way to do it because everybody knows what the best ones are. So. Yeah, and you usually have more to say about 
the less favorable ones. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of fun to, to, to pick them apart a little bit. And, uh, but there's uh, a lot to pick apart, man. Well, <laughs> I got to tell you, I hadn't watched these movies in forever. I mean, with the exception of like Freddy versus Jason and the remake, the, the sequels, with, except for the very first one, it's kind of, you see it every year or so. I had not watched these and now I remember why I haven't revisited them because boy, they don't hold up. And, and I thought in my head, I knew a certain order until I rewatched them. And I was like, Whoa, mm -hmm. no, mm -hmm. it, I, I'm, I'm glad I rewatched them because mm -hmm. it, it definitely gave me a fresh perspective. But um, since you're our guest, we will let you go first <laughs> and surprise <laughs> us with which one is your favorite of the series. <laughs> the most boring answer ever. I hope you're excited. Uh, I'm going to have to say the first one because there was nothing I wanted to watch more than the first movie. And I was too young to see it in the theater. And I was fortunate enough to have cable TV early on. And I remember it coming on cable. And I, I asked my dad, can I stay up and watch this? And he read the thing in the TV guide or something. And he goes, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and so I, I didn't see it. And it was like a couple of years later. And when I did finally see it, I didn't sleep for a week because, I, and I was thinking about this last night, all the monsters that we've made, these icons and all the monsters sitting on your shelf back there, right? Like Frankenstein, Michael Myers, and, and all these people, they didn't have something that Freddie had. He was a, Frankenstein was a reanimated dead guy. Michael Myers was just a, 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 a kid with mental problems that went awry. Freddy Krueger was a child molester. Like, who got burned and then haunted you in your dreams when you were completely helpless. That's not a guy in a jumpsuit. And that's not a mythical creature. That's like, that's a burnt child molester. And like, you would hear those stories when you were a kid about the kid who got abducted in your neighborhood or this or that. Or remember the story of Adam when we were kids and Adam got abducted in the supermarket. We're like, Oh my God, like this is the most horrifying thing in the world. To me, Freddie in theory, just in principle is probably the most horrifying villain that was ever created from Hollywood. Just because of his, he's based on something that's so evil. And when I finally saw the first movie and I saw his arm stretch out and I saw him deliver those lines in the dark, you don't see his face really hmm. in a TV, especially for HD and before that movie was cleaned up when it aired on TV, it was dark, you know, and it was, it was so jarring and it sat with me for so, and I'll never forget seeing the first time I saw Tina killed. I, I, but I don't know if I can, I, I was, you know, whatever. How old were you when you saw it for the first time? Remember? Was it 84 and it came, so cable yeah. 85. Okay. So I was like maybe 11. And 
it, it, seeing Tina killed, I was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. Like this is, <laughs> this is brutal. That's, that is the coolest scene that Tina's death that flying around that. I mean, it's just so, I mean, it still holds up. You watch it now. I mean, the effects still hold up. It's a, it's a great mm-hmm. gag. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What about you, Chris? When, what is your number one? First off, um, part one. Okay, I, I mean, think we're all yeah. in agreement there. We can all say yeah, it's part it's, one. It's part one, because I, I mean, I was I'm a little older, but I, I mean, it, uh, it part one because I mean, for all the obvious reasons. But that movie, it came out and it was really raw and low budget. I didn't know much about it. You know, when it when it came out, I, I I remember seeing a. I was probably watching horror movies one night late at night, and I saw a commercial for it, and it was a great commercial. I remember I remember the the commercial for it was great, and 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 I just was like, what the fuck is that? I hadn't even heard of it. So I went to the theater on opening night when it came out, and uh, loved it. I agree. It was very. It was really. Hor- I liked the idea that it was so different and he was this child molesting guy i i think i think i was sold the moment the the first scene where he's making the glove you know and it's this really rough thing and this is close-up panning across a table of him you know pounding and and then he goes like this you know and and i just remember that's exactly what i wanted it to be that's what exactly because it's a combination it was a combination of texas chainsaw meets halloween it was this weird combination of everything put together that and it gave you exactly what you wanted it gave me exactly what i imagined in my head and i was just like that's it that's and and i love he's this burn guy all this all the obvious reasons but i think I think it's just the way that it was made. It was made, it was far more psychological um, yeah. than most of the horror films that had come out up until that time. Um, there was a, a, so many layers to it. Um, and w- mostly what it did was, I think the success of it, which it, we'll get to the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think what it, what it ultimately, the success of it was, is it made you want to know more about somebody you shouldn't want to know more about. Like you're, you're the Freddy Krueger. You're going, I, I want to know more about that guy. I want to see how he got to the point of frame one of Nightmare on Elm Street. And when you have that, when you're watching a movie and all you want to know is how did the, how did we get to this point? I want to see, I want to know more about the pathology of this guy. Then you know you have a great character and, and a lot of layers and stuff. And I like the way it was directed. It was, I like that low budget, gritty, weird desperation. We don't have the money, so we have to figure this shit out kind of vibe. So um, I, I, yeah, I, number one all the way. Yeah. For sure. I remember I, I went opening night with a, a friend of mine. His name was James Lopez. No idea what happened to him. Haven't seen him since probably 85. Um, and here he is. <laughs> um, and uh, we went to the Buena Park Mall and we saw it and blew my fucking mind. I mean, I was just, holy shit, my new favorite movie. This is insane. Went home and was telling my mom about it. My parents liked horror films. I mean, they're the ones who got me into horror films as a little kid. And I was my mom, mom, you have to see this movie. It is amazing. It's the most amazing thing I ever saw. Next day, my mom went with me and we saw it. I went and saw it again, Buena Park Mall. Oh, wow. So I went and saw it twice and she loved it too. 
And uh, yeah, it, I mean, the, just a, a great film, man. Great yeah. film. But also to it, it, it felt like it was one of those movies that at that time in that year, it, socially, it was like, I was always into horror ever since I was a tiny little kid. But then there were those horror movies like I Spit on Your Grave or, or you know, those movies that you weren't supposed to have seen. And if you could see them, you would get in huge trouble for seeing them. They were exploitation films, pretty much. Yeah. And Nightmare, the first Nightmare on Elm Street gave you a feeling of you're watching an exploitation like a movie like that, but it's been it's like the pop music version of one of those kind of movies. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, it, it's, it's that kind of thing you're going, Oh it, it, yeah. It's the pop music version of an exploitation movie is what it felt like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Pop music from the standpoint that it, it had more commercial appeal. Or I, I th yes, like definitely more commercial appeal. I think also it had, it has all the, if you look at that movie, it has all the formula of, of, I mean, it created the formula for the most part, but, but for yeah. that, you know, from Halloween and stuff, I think pop music, it means it was, I think it was a little more di It was, it was more palpable and digestible for a wider audience than, yeah. than a yeah. hardcore dark. You know, if you go, did you see at that time, if you went, did you see maniac or did you see, I spit on your grave? Most people are like, I've never even heard of those and I'm not allowed to watch those. And right. that's a movie about a woman getting raped and taking revenge. You know, you, you can't see that. It was taboo. Yeah, this yeah. was, this was, they, they turned a child molester who has a razor glove into a digestible <laughs> for, yeah. for a wider audience. For, you know. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's the thing that really has resonated with me over the years. And that I, the reason I think we all kind of keep a light on for Freddie in that sense is because as far as like touchstones of real horror goes like he's up there mm -hmm. it's a it's funny that we all have had the kind of the similar experience revisiting the movies where you're like mm, maybe this was better when i was 13 <laughs> but we're romantic enough to want to like it mm -hmm. want to like the the character but man i i tell you the old the the, the older i get i we're numb to it but every time i really check in with it and i go no he's a burnt child molester with <laughs> yeah. fucking knives on his fingers yeah that's horrifying yeah yeah that's not a vampire going i'm gonna drink your blood and i sleep in a coffin that's right. not even in the same stratosphere of right. just evil so it was a completely modern up-to-date socially you know relevant villain yeah. at that time you know and, and and then also you know it 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 had exactly and again it, it's the blessing and the curse of the rest of the movies that we're going to talk about it's like i loved it because of what it was and what it could be and i hate a lot of the other movies because of what they were and what they could have been you know what I mean? It's the same thing. And, and I always say that, you know, it's, I'm always yeah. a champion of like, Oh, it could have been this. Right. And, but then you see a movie and you go, it could have been this and it, but, but you know, it's where it's going to go. Well, and speaking of, here which, we go. Where's it going to go, Chris, you go with your, with number two. Am I next? Why not? My number two is, and I fought over this actually. 
I actually fought over a few of these, but number two predominantly. My number two is part three, Dream Warriors. Oh, it's my number two. And I'm going to, I flip-flop between that and don't, my number three. Yeah, I was going to say, don't say Which I'm not going to get into. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, Dream Warriors was, <clears throat> again, it was like, I, I'm sorry, but I always equate a lot of stuff to music and albums and things only because it, it, it translates to me. And All I, you have to I, say I, is docking, bro. And, and I think it was, again, it was a sugary, it, they even made it more sugary sweet. I don't like it because of what I thought it should have been, but I do like it because again, it was of its time and it was like, I just want to, go with my friends and get popcorn and have a couple beers before we go into the theater. And you're going to go see Freddy Krueger. And it's, they just gave you the kitchen sink of Freddy Krueger in part three and, mm -hmm. and all the, you know, the mythology and the kids with their, that was the one where they had superpowers, right? Like I'm the wizard yeah. master yeah. and you know, all those really bad, a lot of those, you know, and I'm bad, you know, yeah. all that stuff where you're, going, where you're going, fuck me. And even at that age, I was like, fuck me, really? Did they just do that? But I could accept it for what it was, you know? It's like, I'm just here to have a good time. We shut up and eat my popcorn. It's never going to be part one. And even back at that age and at that time, I knew that none of them were ever, I wasn't chasing that dragon. I knew that none of them were ever going to be as good as the first one. So I have to try to enjoy them for the tone of what they are and what they meant to be, if that makes sense. But yeah. I can go on about that, but go ahead. Who's next? So <laughs> I'll let, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's appropriate that, that you're known as the count. So you can give us your, your second number. <laughs> go ahead. Um, well, I was so conflicted on this too. Me too, yeah. man. This was the hardest uh, one was the number two. I did really. Was. I, I also bounced between two. But I got a I got a lot to say about I got a lot to say about part three, but oh this this kept me up last night. My number <laughs> two, my number two is New Nightmare. Wow. All right. Mm. Okay. Wow. That's a based, okay. based purely on nostalgia. It being a standalone <laughs> a be, it being a standalone film. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if and if we stopped with part one in 1984 and that was the next movie we saw you didn't see anything else in between you went from one to new nightmare mm -hmm. i'm not mad at it mm -hmm. i see like, that you talk when you do when chris talks about like what it should have been that to me the 90s were a little more safer a little more rounded off on the edges and there's some of that in that movie with the hansel and gretel vibe and mm -hmm. uh, the kid and but and not to spoil my the rest of my list but new nightmare to me in the second spot because freddy was scary again there was a reason to be afraid of him he was he serious it was serious yeah. they took yeah well in west you could tell he really thought about it and and as much as I love Wes Craven's filmography, New Nightmare is probably one of the more thoughtful movies I think he gave us because mm -hmm. he had an agenda to go, uh, I don't want this, I don't want this franchise to go out like this. Mm -hmm. I started this. I'm gonna kind of bookend it with something and give the fans 
a little dose of reality. I'm going to bring it back to ground zero. And at that time, it happened to be Hollywood and the real actors. But I always respected that decision because you could have gone to space. You could have done all this stupid <laughs> shit, which we did. Yeah. <laughs> but for him to go, no, no, no. I want the sun shining. I want it to be daylight. And I want these to be real people. And I want them to be terrified of something they have no control over. Mm-hmm. That brought it back to the first one for me. And, and I took my mom to see New Nightmare, who'd never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street movie on opening night. And she watched the whole movie with her hands over her eyes. <laughs> and I remember thinking this, and I remember looking over at my mom and going, if this is a, a, a movie re- review happening in front of me, this is a pretty good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't Last House on the Left. It wasn't just Bloodfest. It was really scary. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see him in the trench coat, like, he, he just looked cool. He looked scary. He looked menacing. He looked strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, 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 that's a really good point that you brought out going from one to that one. That, that would make me rethink it, but that's a really good point. But also at the same time, I think, again, I always go back to where I was at the time. And when that came out, I, the last thing I wanted to see was a horror movie about Hollywood. Like, I'm like, really? Fuck. I think because I was working in movies at that time and I'm like, really? You're going to have the fucking makeup effects guy and the director and the actress is getting, I was like, man. I just felt like it, that that's too up its own ass, but Interesting, that, yeah. that's only where I was at the time. Now I look back at, at it and I, I can appreciate it for what he intended to do and what he was trying to resurrect from where it went so wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is, he was serious and Freddy Krueger was serious again. He looked cool. They had him dressed almost like a, like a Nazi almost. It was weird yeah. how his costume in that movie. And He's so, just so. old. Yeah. 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 All right, Sean. I'll give you my breakdown on New Nightmare when I get to it. I'm, there's a lot of things I like about it and a lot of things I don't like about it, but I'll get to that one. But it's not my number two. This is the one I wrestled with. I flip-flopped. And mind you, before I revisited the movies, I had my number three and my number two spot. And then after watching them, I went, man, now I got to give it up for this one. And it, mind you, none of these are great films by any means but i gotta go with part two in the second oh yes and the reason (laughs) why is because it's a meaner movie it's a meaner freddy he looks he has it i think it's the best freddy look in the franchise hands down he looks evil more evil and mean and menacing he hadn't started the one-liners yet. I mean, he had the little bit, you know, you got the body, I got the brain, but it wasn't, you know, you know, friggin' the the, the silly one-liners, you know. Um, right. And he was still scary. And I think when I saw the movie, when it came out in the theater, I was so disappointed because I wanted the first movie. And mm. let's face it, we weren't going to, you were going to be let down any way you went, probably with a sequel on Elm Street. Um, but I walked out of that also not really being able to get into the male final girl, you know, I never, nothing ever crossed my mind about gay vibes or any of that stuff that's been talked to death about now. It never crossed my mind back then, um, until later where I heard so many people, well, it's the gayest horror movie ever made, blah, blah. And in my head, I, I kind of made that like, oh yeah, it is. And, and maybe 
it made me look at the movie differently until I just rewatched it. And I was like, you know what? There's some great effects in it, like some really cool gags. Yeah. And Mark Patton, I don't, I mean, he, yes, he has, he's an openly gay man, wasn't at the time, but is. And yeah, some of that comes across through his performance, but, but I don't feel that the movie is really that as gay as people play it up. Yeah. There's the, mm-hmm. the, the, the scene with the coach and the, the gay bar or whatever, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I, I just feel he's playing a final girl, but he's a guy, you know, I have a point to that that I'll make when I get to that okay. movie for my um, thing, but yeah. Go ahead. So anyway, um, also, yeah, a lot of the effects hold up where yeah. I, especially the green screen effects in the sequels coming up are so bad and look so bad <laughs> that the effects in part two hold up and they look yeah. good for the most part. You know, there's a couple bad choices, like putting those stupid masks on those dogs that looked kind of dumb, but um but for the most part, I mean, this got some great scenes. I love that shot of when Freddie jumps through the doors, the glass doors, and he disappears as it blows out. I mean, there's some really cool cinematic choices. Him walking through the hedges that burst into flame and then just he disappears. There's some oh, yeah. there's some really cool images, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it kind of got a bad rap. Uh, and, and it's better than it's better than. The, as a movie, it's fucking better than those sequels. It is, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. So anyway, so that's my number two. All right. So we got to go for number three now. Who wants to do number three? I guess I haven't gone first, but I just went. So I don't know. You Should go. I continue. Do your number three. Do your number three. Do your number right. three. So my number three, and this is the one that was going to be my number two. And I, I think Chris won't be surprised because I think we're on the same page here. Dream Warriors. Yeah. Um. Because I remember when I saw Dream Warriors in the theater as a kid or a teenager, um, I was pumped. I mean, I was a metalhead. So we got fucking docking, you know, into the fire and Dream Warriors. <laughs> you and were rocking with docking <laughs> at that time. <laughs> me and Don and George Lynch were hanging out and, you know, um, but I liked where they took it. Like, wow, they're taking it to another level of like the fantastical, you know, of these being able to control your dreams and do cool things in your dreams. And I've also, I've always been somebody who I I'm big into lucid dreaming and being able to control your dreams and, and I can do it sometimes. And it's so much fun when you can really do it um, that it's sort of a fantasy. So I'm watching that movie going, wow, this is cool. Yeah. It gets corny. It gets a little corny. Um, but they hadn't gone full tilt like cornball yet. It, it was just scratching the surface of, you know, welcome to prime time, bitch. You know, the one-liners yeah. are, are starting to happen. Freddie's makeup is getting a little more pulled back and a little more uh, softer. softer. And yeah. it's not looking as scary. It's looking a little more commercial. Um, but it had some great ideas and the acting for the most part was good. Um, so I'm, I'm going with part three. All right. Uh, how about we'll go, right. you go, Matt. My part, my, my, my three is also part three. And, uh, to your point, Chris, about pop hits, 
like where were you when you heard the Beatles kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That was the that was the part three was the one where the dad who wouldn't let me watch part one took me to the theater. <laughs> right. I, I clipped the ad out of the paper the week before it came out and pinned it on my wall. And he didn't want to let me down. So he took me he took me to see it Friday night. And I, I swear I could have sat through it three times. I thought it had everything I could have wanted. Yeah. It had rock music. Uh, in hindsight, was Freddie a little overlit? Yeah, he could have been scarier if he was not not so lit. But the one-liners, man, like when he came out of the TV, the popcorn in the theater was flying. I mean, that was a Friday night popcorn hit movie. It had everything you wanted. You got a little mythology with the Amanda Kruger. I thought Patricia Arquette was just about the most adorable thing in the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. had so, a huge crush on her. Huge. Yeah. So I left very satisfied, and mm -hmm. I woke, <laughs> I woke up Saturday morning, and I went out to the garage, and I took one of my dad's golf clubs. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end, right there. I was like, "That's it." And I remember going. I went to the craft store, and I bought a sheet of copper. <laughs> and I gl I hot glued copper pieces to this golf glove. And I didn't have knives, so I used paper clips and I made a Freddy glove. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was that was how hard part three hit me in the face. Mm -hmm. Like, and is it the greatest, you know, sequel? No, but it, it I was taught they dialed it in. They dialed it in for me, for the mm -hmm. kid. Mm -hmm. It was like, we're going to give you the cute girl. We're going to give you a rock song. And then when the video would come on MTV, oh, yeah. I'd lose my mind. I was like, and I wasn't even a Dawkins fan. I didn't care. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, it's a song about Freddie by a legit band. Like, right. this is for me. And you know, it was like, cool how they put them in the movie. Like they shot scenes on the sets to make it look like they were in the movie. Like when yeah. Lynch does his guitar solo and, the, right. you know, that yeah. it was really cool. And when you're a kid, there's nothing cooler than seeing the effort that went into that. Cause you're yeah. like, well, wow, that's really Robert England. That's they're yeah. really there. Like that read that read to, to a, to a kid who wanted to be into something. Yeah. Also too, it was one of the first times that you had, commercially the crossover between horror films which we love so much and music yeah take take whether you like the band out or not or whatever the genre of music was that was the first time it all started kind of crossing over in, in in stuff and and the marketing of it all which was exciting you're like going i don't like you i'm like i don't give a fuck about docking but that's pretty fucking cool there's guitars yeah. and horror movies woohoo yeah. because the only other thing that did that was kiss at the time right. you know kiss was the only thing that you could get theatrics and kind of movies and costume you know that the the heavy metal monsters so to speak you know so um but but yeah i, I it, it it became so refined part three is really they really refined it at that point so to speak it, meaning they knew their audience they knew how to expand their audience they knew what everybody wanted they gave it to you boom you know so if that makes sense. I also made my my first popsicle paper mache house like, <laughs> the following week after that. Too. 
it's funny. Nay is now working on Elm Street House. You know, she, oh, I don't nice. know if you saw the Myers House she made. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's doing uh, Elm Street House now. So nice. So and and I told her she should do the popsicle version too because I think fans will want that, like the the exact replica of the one Patricia Arquette had. Be oh yeah. Cool. But, painted yeah. with magic markers or whatever she did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I didn't go number three yet. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you didn't go number three. You just started no. jibber jabbering. Okay. I did. Sorry. <laughs> I was commenting on his comments because I liked his comments. I know what your part three is. <laughs> My part three is is and again I flip flop between two and three. It was a tough <laughs> choice. My part three is part two. Yeah. I I I I really like part two. Just to touch on it, I know we touched on it already, really with Sean, but I really like part two. I I think it's excellent. And my opinion, as far as the whole gayness of it, I I did kind of catch a lot of it when I saw it, but at the same time, I was like, who gives a shit? I don't understand why that was such a problem anyway, intended or not. Okay, so it's got gay undertones to it. So what? What's everyone's deal with that? I think in 85... Was it 85, 86? Yeah, it was the height of the age epidemic. Yeah, that it it just wasn't as accepted as it is. Right. You know, but but I think for me, it went over my head. I I didn't catch it. For me personally, I didn't care. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, whatever. And it added to it actually. I thought it was really kind of cool that there was those undertones because and because of that was so unacceptable at that time. It made it even more um bizarre and weird and and creepy and 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 disturbing i thought and also the makeup looks amazing it's the best freddy krueger because kevin yeager was wanted him to look like a male witch that was his intention and i thought that was a great idea hook nose heavier brow discolored eyes used the lenses you know the teeth were more rotting he was the everything was a little more ill-fitting and slimy and it was scary. They still kept him in the dark somewhat. And you still are kind of like, what's going on there? Can't really make it out. It looked amazing. I thought, I thought Robert England's portrayal of him is the best in that movie. Interesting. Also, I think his performance, the voice, voice, they had dialed it down like a few octaves lower too. Yeah. In that movie, it was really just, you know, it was really low. And again, I think his performance in that movie was the best Freddy Krueger in of any of the performances. And I and I liked I I liked how bizarre it was and strange and and different than that than it was. It was still Freddy Krueger to me though. I mean, you know, uh uh and the gags were great. Yeah, I like part two. I think part two is my yeah, that's my number three. Now to be fair, I also saw you can't stop the music, the village people movie in the theater and had no clue. Any of those guys. Were <laughs> so, so I guess I just, oh. I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you have no gaydar, Sean. I had no gaydar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, back then. Um, so who's going to go with number four? Who wants to start number four? You want I'll go, go number four. You'll my number to- four. My number four is new nightmare. Okay. That's my number four. Again, I was having a hard time with the top, these top ones. Cause, but I'd say new nightmare for a lot of the reasons that, that Matt touched on and stuff, but I, I liked the, I liked the seriousness of it. I liked the darkness of it. I liked, I didn't mind the design so much. Um, and I thought the acting was, was pretty great. And I, and uh, mostly I did like, 
how much thought, like you said, was put into it by Wes Craven. You could tell that he really thought about it and yeah. kind of went back to what the intention uh, of what, what had the story that he came up with Nightmare on Elm Street was based on that true story that he always tells kind of went back to that kind of vibe to it, the psychological aspect of it, which I liked a lot. So that's, that's my number four new nightmare. Want to go Matt? Well, the backtrack, my number four is number two, oh. which at the time I saw the least for some reason, for some reason, the romance of number three colored my opinion of wanting to like part two as much as the first one or as much as the third one. It's like, I was like, well, is Patricia Arquette in it? Because if she's not, I don't know. <laughs> but like, I had some struggles as a kid trying to find a connection to part two. And, but the one thing that always sat with me was how scary he, he was. Like the pool scene particularly bothered me because I would go to pool parties like with elementary friends and junior high friends when I was, when I was a kid. But that, and you think about something like that, you think about a guy showing up at a pool party like that in your backyard, your parents are in the house, kids dancing, you know? <laughs> like it was a horrible it was a horrible situation there. <laughs> pool like, starts boiling. Guys, right? The pool starts boiling. I don't know yeah. what's going pool on. Pool starts boiling. And like, this is, none of this is good. But in hindsight, all these years later, as I've watched part two over the years, I go, wow, this is a really scary movie. Because yeah. if, I was an, if I was a teen adolescent dealing with those feelings that Jesse was dealing with in that movie, He's haunted from the opening scene. When you see him on the bus mm -hmm. in the first scene of the movie and you see his face, you go, something's bugging that kid. And the psychological torture that he goes through in that movie is so real. Mm -hmm. And it feels so real. And it's amplified by Freddie's low voice mm -hmm. and the sliminess. And to feel, I know how I felt as a kid, like growing up in a Christian household, to feel any kind of sexual desires towards anything, you know, felt wrong mm. to kids that had morality beat into them. And to think about if I was a gay kid growing up, and thinking about, you know, my gym teacher or whatever my thing was like to, to be tortured from that angle of your life is really scary because nobody was torturing me for liking girls. You know, mm -hmm. nobody was like haunting my dreams. Cause I had a fucking poster of Alyssa Milano on my wall. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? So right. it, it, it feels cruel now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, now as an adult, knowing how I feel about these things, it, it, there's a cruelness to part two mm -hmm. that's so fucked up and cold and shitty and like, you know, poking you, poking him with a stick kind of, it's just, I don't know. The, the longer, the more time it's gone on with part two, the more I feel it. Well, I think also too, because the, the, if you, the part one was about the, the sins of the parents. Yeah. really 
and and part two is the sins of the kid right like so to speak not that he right. did anything wrong or that he actually did sin but right. it was more about that how do you deal with what you're considered what what you're not supposed to feel and what you're not supposed to think and that's what right. made it so right. cool yeah. yeah yeah i mean the only really stupid things the exploding bird <laughs> that was <laughs> that really you, you know what man if you got if you got to pick on something gag wise in that movie that would be it yeah that would be it yeah All right, so my number four, um, I'm, 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 this is the one I'm probably going to get a little beat up on but by the fans. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> uh, That's and, the and look we always, why. one of us is always going to get that yeah. look at, during these things. And I will tell you why. <laughs> No. Yeah, I should I go put it on? <laughs> that funny? No, you got a more Freddy appropriate uh, then, shirt on. Yeah, and then I thought I'd be dollar store Freddy today. I've got my, <laughs> I've got my uh, shitty sweater on and my shitty glove around here somewhere. <laughs>